what's standing in the way of me getting healthier and feeling better? It's me. I am. Have you realized this too? You slowly become aware that you are sabotaging your own efforts. Self-sabotage. That's what we're unpacking today on Healthy Harmony. Welcome. This is the Healthy Harmony Podcast. I'm Jennifer Pickett, dietitian turned functional medicine health coach. I help spiraling moms overcome the overwhelm through functional wellness coaching for the body, mind, and soul so they can transform their health and live a deeply fulfilled life of freedom and harmony. Okay, let's get real. When it comes to your health, you know what to do. I help you make the shift from knowing to actually doing. The last 25 years of experience have taught me that the absolute last thing a woman needs is a lecture about self-care and another unrealistic diet plan. I recognize the importance of compassionate and intentional health practices so you can feel good. Because guess what? When you feel good, you are more likely to make better decisions for your health. If you're ready to take control of your complete health, address the obstacles standing in your way, and live a life of freedom and harmony, my friend, you're in the right place. You know you need help, but when it comes to working with a health coach, well, you're just unsure. Why don't you book a discovery call? This is a 15-minute phone call with me where I can listen to your health struggles, answer your questions, and help you determine if I'm a good fit for you. Anytime you're going to be working with a health professional, a health coach, you want to make sure that person is a good fit for you. There's not a one-size-fits-all approach. So this is your chance to find that out. So I want you to go to inspirehealthyharmony.com, click on the coaching tab, and book a 15-minute discovery call. And I look forward to talking to you really soon. Today's topic is self-sabotage. You know, self-sabotage is something that can certainly happen intentionally where you are fully aware of what you're doing, but most of the time it happens subconsciously. So I wanted to really address this subject because I know what I have struggled with and how I have self-sabotaged my own efforts to get healthy and because this is something I'm seeing every single day with my clients, this whole issue of self-sabotage and just them being aware of that and realizing they're sabotaging their own efforts makes a big difference. So today is just to bring awareness to help you see if you are doing something that is sabotaging your own efforts. You know, that self-sabotage where you feel like you're doing really good. Maybe you're making some really good choices and then bam, you fall off the bandwagon. You feel really discouraged. The guilt and the shame creeps in and then you feel like you're back at square one. Why does this always happen? So we have to look at ways we're sabotaging our own efforts. And it's so helpful once you become mindful of this. So I'm going to go over four means of self-sabotage. Let's unpack those. Number one, and the most obvious one, I would say the most prevalent one, is emotional eating and drinking. Like, does it even need a definition? Emotional eating 
and drinking. That whole mentality of, man, I've been doing so good. I deserve a treat. I should, I should be able to have a cheat meal. This is not that big of a deal. Or I'm so stressed. I just need something to help me relax and unwind. I've been so guilty of falling into this and allowing stress to dictate and feeling like I need this glass of wine to relax. I deserve this glass of wine. And then, you know, it's amazing how emotional eating and emotional drinking go together. You know, your inhibitions are lowered as you drink alcohol. And then like, here comes the snacks and there's just no holds barred. And so this goes together. But this whole mentality of I deserve this um, and There are so many times that we're responding to our stress, to what's going on in our life with emotional eating and drinking. So my question to you is, what do you need to address in your life? What is prompting the emotional eating and drinking? Is there trauma that you need to address? Do you need to go to counseling? I'm going to answer that for you. Yes, you need to go to counseling. I'm a huge fan of counseling. I have a great counselor and I love her because she's just so like blunt with me. She's like, hey, here's what you need to do. And I'm like, okay, I need to hear that because sometimes we're kind of in denial. We just need somebody to prompt some action because let me tell you, there's a big difference in knowing and doing. You and I, we know what to do. Are we actually doing it or is there something that's holding us back? Are we sabotaging our own efforts? And I'm going to tell you when it comes to things in our life, whether that's trauma or difficult relationships um, like marriage, that stuff has to be dealt with. So, you know, my husband and I, I just I'm going to be very open with you guys. You know, we have gone through years of very, very difficult very, very hard times in our marriage. And we reached a breaking point and we realized, okay, we've got to get some help. I recognize the biggest source of my stress is my marriage. And this is not working. And so we went through a program called Re-Engage. And it is a fantastic program for marriages, a 16-week program for marriages. Um, And Watermark Church is uh, the institute that came up with this amazing program. And if you want more information about this program, I'm going to put the link in the show notes. But I'm more than happy to have a conversation with you. But my main point is to recognize what is causing me the most stress in my life. Is there some trauma that I've gone through that I really need to address? Do you need to get counseling? Do you need to look at what's causing the emotional eating and drinking in the first place? Because I'm going to tell you, my friend, we have to deal with our stuff or it's going to affect us forevermore. Number two is mindset. This is a huge one. Do you have that diet mentality of, well, I'm on a diet and um, and so I'm going to do really good and then I'm off the diet and I'm gonna just going just gonna to go back to how I was eating because, you know, I've been so restrictive and now I can have this, whatever this is. And um, that diet mentality is so disastrous because what happens? You're on a diet, you're really, really strict, then you're off the diet and you go back to eating how you were before, you regain all the weight. So this whole cycle, 
cycle of um, of losing weight, regaining weight, destroys your metabolism. But man, it really messes up your mentality. And so we have to look at that. So look at your mindset. I mean, by the way, 95% of diets fail. Is it you that has failed or is it the diet? Um, so do you have that Monday mentality? Well, I've blown it, so I'll just start again on Monday. Y'all, we got to stop with this diet mentality. It doesn't work, okay? You have to have a lifestyle approach, a healthier approach to living that you're going to adopt for the rest of your life and get rid of this mentality of there's cheap meals and, you know, these foods are good and these foods are bad. You have to have that sustainable, personalized approach to food, to nutrition that works for you, for your life, for your body, for conditions that you might be dealing with. In this case, this is where coaching is very, very beneficial. Do you need a coach to kind of help you with that personalized approach? So look at your mindset. And remember, when we look at mindset, your mindset towards food, food needs to be positive. It needs to be a positive experience. And what is your mindset Your mindset towards your body? If you have a very negative mindset towards your body, guess what? Negative thoughts, negative body. It's creating toxicity in the body. The body's not going to respond in a positive manner when you are so negative. So m- mindset is something you truly, truly have to look into. Number three, sleep. Yes. Lack of sleep, lack of good quality sleep, and not getting enough sleep is a huge sabotage, a huge sabotage. Let me tell you, your body cannot heal when you don't get good sleep. If your goal is weight loss, my friend, if lack of sleep is sabotaging your efforts, there is so much that happens when you sleep, you detoxify, you heal, you restore, your body is literally doing this transformation while you sleep, yet we don't make it a priority. And then we're wondering why our results aren't that good. So um, I want to refer back to a podcast by Dr. Devin Burke. Excuse me, he's not a doctor. He's an expert, a sleep expert, Devin Burke. Um, And that podcast was several weeks ago. So I want you to go back and listen to that podcast if you missed it. It is absolutely fantastic. But if you want to turn your health around, you've got to start with sleep. And because I work with a vast majority of women, guess what? We are allowing sleep lack of sleep to sabotage our efforts because we have this productivity mindset. Well, I've got to stay up late and get stuff done because I've got a really busy day tomorrow. Well, guess what? You're sabotaging yourself because you stay up late. The next day, you're a disaster. You have brain fog. You have no energy. You are barely surviving and you are trying to pump in the caffeine. Oh, and then remember that little simple fact, when you don't get good sleep, the day after, guess what you crave? Sugar and fat. Hello. So sleep and not getting enough sleep is a huge sabotage. Now, um, when we're looking at how the body functions, you know, something that is very, very fascinating to me and something that I'm dealing with right now is trying to heal my adrenal glands. And so there is a lot of evidence about adrenal fatigue and adrenal dysfunction. And especially if you're trying to achieve, you know, thyroid sufficiency and hormone balance, well, you got to look at your adrenal glands. 
getting good sleep is the best way to heal your adrenal glands. So if you really want to delve more into that topic of um, adrenal fatigue, I want you to go back and listen to the uh, the libido podcast. It was libido and um, low libido and adrenal fatigue with Dr. Renee Wellenstein. Dr. Renee has become one of my absolute favorite experts, and she really dove into that topic of adrenal dysfunction. So I want you to go back and uh, listen to that. And obviously, I will uh, post that right here in the show notes so to make that uh, very easy on you. So sleep is a big sabotage. Make it an absolute priority, my friend. Okay, number four, stress. Refusing to address the stress. You know, it's interesting. We have a hard time addressing the stress because we're not even recognizing the stress. We're, we're just like assuming, okay, it is what it is. Like, isn't this what life is supposed to be like? Like, we're just, it's just stressful. Life is just stressful and then we die. Y'all, there's got to be more to life than that. And the reality is that um, we're having a very hard time. The stress in our life is literally destroying us from the inside out. And we have to recognize it as a huge sabotage. And this is this is where it is very much self-sabotage. And I see this with, with women all the time because I've struggled with it. We have a hard time admitting the stress because it's like if we admit the stress, like, okay, all of this is very stressful. It's like we're admitting to the fact that we can't handle the stress. And then that's very embarrassing, right? Because we're supposed to be able to handle all of this stuff. Just like my counselor reminds me, no, we're not. We're not supposed to be able to handle all of this stuff. Y'all, it's too much. So we have to recognize the stress, call it for what it is, and we've got to do something to help the body dial back the stress. And by the way, have you ever noticed you're stressed out during the day? You don't get good sleep at night. There's a lot of good science there. So we have got to deal with the stress in our life. And by the way, haven't you recognized that number one means of self-sabotage, emotional eating and drinking? Man, I know at least for me, a lot of that comes about because That's how I was managing my stress. I was just turning to food and alcohol to manage my stress. And that destroys your health even further. So these are the key means of self-sabotage. Now, there's certainly others, but I'm going to ask you, do you need a season of healing and restoration? I'm going to tell you, your body cannot keep doing what you're doing. It doesn't make sense. So what can you do right now to promote healing in your body? Do you need a coach? What do you need to say no to? Do you need to go to counseling? But it's time to take some action. I want you to start by being very mindful. Get really good at spotting signs of self-sabotage, procrastination, self-defeating behavior, fear, perfectionism. You know, when we keep putting things off, that diet mentality, I'll start on Monday, that's procrastination. That self-defeating, self-limiting mindset, oh, I'll never be able to do this. Recognize that. And then that whole concept of perfectionism, 
You are never going to get this all figured out and have the perfect wellness plan perfectly executed. It's impossible. You will get discouraged. You will mess up. You will fall down. Of course you will. But guess what? You've got to get back up, dust yourself off, and try again. Don't let these behaviors hold you back, my friend. It is time to do something different. So be mindful and then be intentional. I'm going to remind you time and time again. You've got this. You can do this. I really enjoyed hanging out with you today. Join me next time as I welcome Dr. Meg Neal and we talk about how to beat headaches. So if headaches is what you struggle with, this is a podcast for you. So I will see you next time. Until then, have a healthy and happy day. Bye, y'all.